This is your host, Huge Pop, from the Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast. And to my right, I have a, a another talent from my one of my favorite indie promotions for PWX. He's trained in PWX. He made his first match appearance on December 31st on New Year's Eve Bash. He's a former U.S. championship of PWX. It is A-M-B. How's it going, my guy? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a fun, been a minute, man. I haven't had you on, and I know, I know, there's a video out there that, um, you claim that we talk trash about you on this program, and I apologize if um other superstars of the PWX division or promotion talk shit about you. I have not met you, so if they talk shit about you, I'm so sorry. I try to keep it, um. To a positive level on this show, as Sin would be able to tell you. Yeah, you, you never tried to stir shit, right? No, never did. So, <laughs> <laughs> as we, uh, by the way, we have Sin on from the Syndicate down here from PWX as well. Um, he's just up here to help me um, put AMB on the hot seat. So, we're going to spend another hour putting on the hot seat. That's okay with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, man, I got to. I, there's a lot I can talk about, but um, let's talk about you're newer to the business, but what in the world got you into wrestling as a kid growing up? Uh, my oldest brother. Uh, so our, our father was watching professional wrestling. And then when I was born, I was just like introduced to it through my oldest brother. Um, and it's just been a generational type thing throughout my family. Uh, my current nephews love wrestling, of course, uh, whether it be through me or through their dad or just through toys and stuff. It's just been a, a constant reoccurring thing in my life. And uh, my first memory of life, honestly, is WrestleMania 17. Uh, we had it on a DVD or a VHS or something at the time. And I'm watching the TLC match and I love Jeff Hardy, you know, as a kid, Rob Van Dam, those type of guys, those smaller guys. So, like, the underdog story has always kept me intrigued with, you know, superstars in that aspect of professional wrestling. So, that's it's kind of just been on and off, and it's just constantly been just uh, thrown in my face. Like, even at times where I was going through high school and just kind of growing out of stuff and just, you know, growing up, it just came back. It just always came back, you know. So, it, it's not going anywhere. I figured I might as well find an avenue whether it be wrestling, video editing, or something, you know, I know I have a desire to do this, so I figured, why not? You know, let's pursue it. So, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So, I'd like to interact with the fans in the in the chat. So, Gina says, "Hey, Scott, Sin, and AMB." So, we got fans out here that's talking tonight. So, what I normally do is I I normally ask the questions. Um, Sin can ask some questions, and when a fan pops in the chat, we'll, we'll use their questions as well. So, okay. Um, I know. 
just talking to you before we even went on on air that you and I share a similarity of um, collecting wrestling stuff. So, matter of fact, I we we're talking about pro wrestling crate and all the t-shirts and the eight by ten. So, was collecting wrestling growing up? Is that something you got into a lot of, or just was that just here recently? Uh, just more recently, um, like as a kid, I had hundreds of wrestling guys, but uh, it was never like um, like let me take care of these or collect them type thing. I was just playing with them and then passed them down off to my nephews. Um, but there are a few that I ended up getting like uh, my freshman year from a family member. She was out and about and found some of these wrestling guys. And I have yet to open them out of the boxes today. And I think that was like the original piece that I was like, okay, maybe I should uh, take care of this stuff. Uh, you know, I got some WCW official license figures, some ECW figures, you know, people that's past, people that are no longer here. So I figured, you know, uh, since they were, whether it be a brief, short moment in my childhood or a long time throughout my life, you know, it's always good to have something to kind of for nostalgic purposes. So I started with wrestling guys. And then as I got into high school, I, you know, like you, yeah, I started collecting shirts uh, I was big into wrestling and I you know a lot of the shirts that kept coming out were a lot different and unique so I figured hey why not you know and then uh, I just subscribed to pro wrestling crate and uh yeah my whole wardrobe wardrobe is nothing but t-shirts so nice that's nice no, yeah, I, have a, I have a wall over here full of Funko Pops there's some micro brawlers and Funko Pops behind me and some stickers from wrestling crate so yeah I get that totally yeah, I just recently got into Funko Pops. Uh, Joey Grunge from PWX, uh, he has a lot of those things, and he's just always, like, giving me new information on why one's, like, unique or, like, why people are collecting this one. And so it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Funko Pops are really cool. I didn't understand the, like, mystique about them and everything, but now that I'm starting to get into them, I actually got my first one, which was a Rob Van Dam one. So, okay. yeah. Then. Uh, what I was going to ask was, uh, were you into any other sports in high school or were there other sports that you followed or were you pretty much just totally motivated towards wrestling? Uh, so when I was about four or five years old, my I have two older brothers. My middle brother um, owned a skateboard and uh, I just picked that up. So from the time I was four or five years old till about 12, I, that's all I did. I wanted to be the youngest X game gold medalist in street skateboarding. So I kind of started with that a little bit. I was always like very athletic. My mom, when I was real little decided that she was thinking about putting me in gymnastics and I kind of shied away from it. But um, now that I'm kind of reflecting, I wish I could have did something like that just to give it a shot. But uh, football, I got into football uh, through like ele late elementary, middle school days and freshman year. Uh, I played a lot of football, about two and a half, three years, um, had an injury, still kept playing, and then just kind of, you know, change the scenery and everything. I moved back to my hometown, so I kind of dwindled out of that. I did a lot of amateur wrestling. I did that for about two and a half, three years in okay. elementary and middle school. And uh, baseball, I was never really good at baseball. I couldn't really hit the ball that well, so they just threw me in the outfield. But uh, I was quick, you know. So, I mean, I've always been kind of, like, agile like a cat in a sense and light on my feet and uh, good hand-eye coordination. So I, I, I think all them sports that I did try and experiment with kind of taught me some things down the road. So Nice. nice. That's awesome, man. Where did you train at? Where did you get your initial training from? Uh, so in tw 2019 – 
Uh, there's a school in Woodstock, Illinois called Premier Pro Wrestling. Um, I went up there for about four months and it was about two hours or so from my, my hometown. So I was driving and stuff and ended up getting into a car accident on my way to train. And it kind of halted things for a little bit, um, you know, and I had to just kind of go back to, you know, regular life and stuff like that. Uh, and then PWX got the building at North Point Arena and uh, Jimmy Smooth called me up. And even when I was training in 2019, had not went through the school yet, he was just like, hey, you're going to be good if you stick with this. And I would like to give you an opportunity if you keep pursuing so uh, last year, actually, July 1st, yeah, July 1st, he called me up and I actually quit my job to come back home to pursue this full time. So, wow. So you, this is it, right? This is oh, there's, yeah, there's no plan B, no plan C, um, nothing like that. I, I put all my, my eggs into this basket right now, wow. currently. So AMB, you need to get your title back from Casey. I'm hoping to do it this Sunday, William. I'm hoping to do it. You know, it's not going to be easy. Two out of three falls. My very first match like that. Um, it's going to be intestinal fortitude and passion and desire. That's what's going to pull either me or him to the finish. And uh, we'll see who has more of that this coming Sunday. So Awesome, man. I love it. Love it. I'm hyping that up. That'd be actually a good match. I had Casey Jackson on our episode like maybe two weeks ago. And he was off talking about how – how big of a badass he is, and why we got this new title, blah blah blah. And I ain't gonna tell. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to quote him because I'd, I'd get yeah, that yeah. wrong. And that, but um, I'm sure he's just as amped up for this uh, title match on Sunday as you are. So that's. I would hope so. I'm coming at him full force. You know, uh, only one other competitor of mine so far has really brought that type of um, energy and mentality out of me, and it was Nasty Nick Nolan, and uh, I overcame him. So I don't see any any doubters saying that I can't overcome Casey, you know, uh, it, yeah. everybody says it's actually fairly even match from what they've seen in previous times. So, uh, we've actually been compared a little bit and, uh, I don't know if that gets under his skin, but it kind of gets under mine just because, you know, I bring something different to the table and I know I do. So awesome. we'll, awesome. we'll find out Sunday. We'll find out Sunday. Pretty confident. I hear, I see. Yeah. So yeah. Stacy McCormick, he said he is going to be a wrestler from the time he could speak. That's fact. That is fact. Uh, I was probably in fourth grade at the time. And uh, I had told my parents that, you know, with that skateboarding stuff I was going through, but just that mentality of, you know, shooting bigger for something, something larger than yourself and bigger than life. I've never stopped chasing that, you know, and I always said, even when I was in fourth grade, I'm not going to live an ordinary life. And uh, I don't see myself really doing the average nine to five. So, awesome. Awesome. Um, they keep on rolling and just make sure you keep Casey in the ring. If Casey gets out of the ring, you know, he's going to grab a chair. So keep him to the ring. So, yeah, he, uh, he's a man. He's got some, just like Sin. got a lot of tricks up his sleeve sometimes, but I don't, I don't think I've been this confident before so far in my wrestling career. And, uh, that kind of says a lot. So. I think yes. I've come a long way since the beginning, and I, I don't think on Sunday he's going to be able to get that three count. So awesome. So you were saying something, son? I was just going to say I think it's going to be a close match because Casey is willing to do anything it takes to win. It may yeah. be both of you are both great athletes, and two out of three falls should just be 
could be match of the night. It's my goal every time I hit that curtain, man. Steal the show. Awesome. So you mentioned that there's no plan B. Um, so we got fans like Gina, like William, like Stacy, like, and I watched video footage of PWX Arena, and there's fans everywhere, and it's kind of loud and obnoxious in there. So what are the fans, the interactions with the fans and the merch table, et cetera, mean to, mean to you? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to ask your buddy down below, but what does it mean to you? <laughs> it, it means a lot just because uh, when I was late in my high school years and really starting to, like, go to shows just as a fan, uh, you go through a lot of emotions and lots of things go on when you're there, especially if it's your first time. I had went to a AAW show um, in LaSalle in 2017, and I got to see the likes of MJF, Shane Strickland, um, lots of good guys, the Lucha Brothers. And uh, it was kind of intimidating sometimes when you're very new and haven't, you know, I've watched it my whole life, but I had never been to a real show, and that was my first time. So as bad as I wanted to go up to those guys and be like, hey, may I get an autograph or a photo or, you know, buy something, I just – I couldn't, I couldn't pull it out of me, you know, uh, wow. that anxiety. So whenever, you know, I still kind of deal with that sometimes, like when I'm on the op opposite end of the table, um, for a brief second there, I'm like, ah, like, man, this is uh, surreal in the sense. Now I'm on the other side of the table. Um, so it, I always just remember those experiences that I had when I first went to shows. So I, I take a lot of pride in fan interaction and stuff like that. And I think uh, giving something to the fans to keep or remember is one of the best things about going to a wrestling show. So I always try to um, have something, whether it be a sticker, a keychain lanyard, or a button, a shirt, eight by 10, something that I can give to the fans, even if they don't have it, I still, if I have the opportunity to give it back to them, I'm going to do that. And I so take a lot of pride on that. So. so so it's not about getting the fans money. It's about meeting and not at all. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. No. I was, I was uh, hoping I'd I was hoping I'd meet a wrestler that, that had that mentality. That was a great mentality to have. Yeah, it's you know, even though it's a business, you know, uh and you got these things that you gotta keep doing to push forward. Um I I'm an emotional guy sometimes yeah. and I, I'm not afraid to admit that. But uh yeah, just reflecting a lot of the times, you know, I do a lot of that on show days, just reflecting on like just a lot of things. And that's something that I always try to, you know, take pride in, even if after a match I don't have the energy or whatever, or, you know, I need to take a minute before I go out there. You know, I just always try to mentally prepare myself and remember those things. Like, hey, there's a little kid out there that as shy as he is, he's not going to, you know, pull his parents up there to come say hi. So right. sometimes before the shows, we have fans just kind of sitting around uh, as we're letting people in. And I like to take pride in going out there a little bit every now and then when I get a chance to just to interact with them. And look, and I always look for the people that are new at the shows and always try to, you know, get some sort of positive reaction out of that. So that I take a, a lot of pride in fan interaction. You know? That's awesome, I, I, too, am a fan. I, too, you know had been to the shows and, you know, went through those anxieties. So I, yeah. it's all about giving back to the, to the people that support you, you know? That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So you met, M you, you mentioned MJF, one of the hottest, yeah, yeah. hottest heels around. Um, do you have any regrets not going up there and talking to him at all? 
all the time, all the time. Uh, but one of the cool things that happened from that show, uh, it just like I was standing there watching Ray Phoenix go against ACH at the time. And I just like did a side eye and there's Pentagon, you know, recording mm, the yeah. match. And I'm like a little starstruck. You know, I'm like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did say hi to him. He said hi back. So, I mean, I got a small glimpse of that little interaction. But, yeah, definitely, you know, I didn't know he MJF would take off the way he did or have the wrestling world in the palms of his hands the way he does right now. Right. So, yeah, definitely looking back sometimes, I'm like, man, I missed out. But one day, man, one day maybe we're sharing okay. a locker room together or something. So. Awesome, man. So Stacy McCormick and Jennifer McCormick, are they related to you? Uh, yeah, so Stacy okay. McCormick is my my mother, and Jen is my aunt from so Jen, so. Jen, Jennifer says, AMB is pursued in his dream. I couldn't be so more proud of him. So, Thank you, Aunt Jen. I appreciate that. And we have uh, so AMB, I wish you in the near future that you and Casey would tag up. I think you guys would make a great tag team. Your athletic abilities are similar. And I think that you guys could probably beat the tag team title holders that currently are PWS. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, see, 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 see where he's trying to stir it. There you go. David, he's stirring it. He's stirring he's it trying up. Trying to uh, stir it up. I'm just saying. What? Uh, no, no. Wait. I want to point something out. Okay. Just moments ago, did you say you you didn't like being compared because you bring something different to the table? Just then, a, another fan compared you. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the thing that always gets brought up is, man, you guys should be a tag team. And it's like, I can see the dynamic. We are both very athletic and we're both very good at what we do right now for being in this as long as we are. Um, but yeah, I just, I think I really have something that I can use or an ability that I can, you know, showcase that is really going to make people connect. And um, I like the challenge of doing that, you know, with me and my opponent, um, just an individual singles competition. So I, I, I love that. It's a good learning curve. You learn so much through that. Um, yeah. And you know, it's just, just something that always gets brought up and it's like, okay, you know, I keep it in the back of my head, but you know, it doesn't offend me or anything, but it's just, you know, he's very good at what he's doing, you know, even though we're wrestling against each other and all this stuff, you know, I'll, I'll peel the curtain a little bit. You know, he he's dedicated, man. You know, he's not going to quit for anything. So, and I have that same mentality too. So I can see the energy that he brings whenever he steps through those ropes. And uh, it's kind of a reflection a little bit or can be compared to mine sometimes, just the energy we bring to the shows. So, but other than that, I definitely, I, you know, I believe that me and him on Sunday, we're going to be able to steal the show. And I think that with what we have in store, um, it's just going to leave the fans wanting more. That's awesome, man. So, so I got a couple things here. Um, Johnny Cass, he's here. He's popped in. He says, Casey and AMB would lose against the syndicate. Um, that's a personal preference. Thank of, you, Johnny Cass. Of Cass. Um, he is the no-show of the um, syndicate, so he should have you guys. Uh, he should, should have sent back, but. He's a no-show. He's and, got my um, back tonight. Johnny Cass needs to learn how to swing a chair. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Swing that shit, Johnny. Swing he, it. He needs to learn how to swing a chair. He needs to learn how to show up. Oh, that, mean, hey. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, show up, him, Johnny. Joe, show up. I mean, you know, you, you yeah. So it's not about Johnny Cass. It's about A and B. 
Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to get off track here. Yeah. Um. So I know we talked about watching wrestling growing up and mm-hmm. becoming a wrestler. So what day was it? Do you remember the day that you're like, yup, this is what I'm going to do? Hmm. Yeah, I do. Um. Ironically enough, the house that we were living in during that time when I was about to graduate high school is like three houses to my left. Um, so it's kind of cool sometimes, you know, I just, I'm a very thoughtful person. So uh, when I step out onto the porch and I just look at that house, I'm like, that's where it really began, you know? Um, actually, funny enough, it was 2016, that uh, best of the super juniors, Will Ospreay, Ricochet, the match that everybody kind of uh, shit on a little bit. Um, I had never seen wrestling like that before. You know, growing up, I only had the WWE, you know, home videos and, stuff like that. Uh, at the time, I don't even think I had the network yet. So it was just something that I came across and it just blew my mind away. I'm like, I had never seen wrestling other than WWE, ECW and WCW. Um, to see something like that, it was just like, they do this. And then I started going down the wheel and learning about the independent wrestling scene. And uh, I think that's what really intrigued me. It's, it's a, you know, I had never delve that deep into the wrestling history up until that point and then just to find out you know all the videos that was coming out everyone's kind of bashing will osprey and ricochet for that match right and uh, i didn't understand the perspectives and stuff so i was just like what to get more insight i'm gonna have to learn more about it and then uh seth rollins too i'm a big seth rollins fan um 2016 when he came back from his knee injury and pedigreed uh roman reigns at Money in the Bank, that was uh, something I'll never forget. I shot up off my bed at the time and was so stoked, you know. So it's mm-hmm. just like moments like that. Those two moments in particular it really made me think like, yo, I got I to gotta feel this in some way or pursue this in some way. Um, but, yeah, and then all the other moments, too, as I started learning about, you know, wrestling and getting the network eventually and watching all this other stuff. It's just like there was a whole nother world that I had never been introduced to. Right. You know, so it just I went down the rabbit hole and I've never stopped since. So I got a question. Uh, this is usually typically what happens. Do you look at wrestling totally differently now that you've learned how to wrestle? When I will you watch say I, a match. Yeah, I will say I watch a match a lot differently now than I did. It was a lot more easier for me to get drawn in, you know, as a fan mm-hmm. uh, before I started wrestling. Now I just find myself watching their feet. I'm watching where they're placing everything, how they're doing stuff. Uh, I'm following them on social media or any other social platform just to see what they're doing for workouts or just to get better knowledge. You know, even though I'm not with these people directly, we live in a time where everything is just one click away. And, uh, you know, you can get a little bit of insight out of everything. So just having a perspective, um, to understand that like you know you can watch wrestling and still be a fan but it definitely has altered the way i watch it sometimes uh but not in a negative way but i'm just very more um attentive alert of what they're doing so because there's things that i might want to you know pursue try or do something experiment so i'm always you know recording stuff or i'm rewinding it back and just watching everything every meticulous little detail i'm on it you know nice. now is there a specific group of talent that you like to watch and that you study to 
to um, create the character you have, like an AMB? Is there certain people? Uh, so I'm a big Zack Sabre Jr. fan. That's probably like the most like slept on guy. I don't really talk about him a whole lot, but that dude's so witty with his move set, and he always finds different maneuvers to either put someone in or get out of. Um, and I like that type of stuff. Um, the Cruiserweight Classic from 2016, man, that just like that style. Uh, like every single match on there through that whole tournament, like ultimately that's like that style. I guess a lot of people kind of call it hybrid style now or the new gen stuff. But um, yeah, you know, I don't, I love storytelling, like working with Nasty Nick. Like I want to be able to blend both of those in, in a way, the more and more I get more experience, like try to develop my own moveset and, you know, do this stuff and just make it mesh really well to where I can kind of like what Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay just did you know, they, some people might say that's not wrestling or, or it is, um, but that hard hitting stuff to where you can really just draw people in and then showcase some athleticism that's beyond the world, you know, like you, you don't see that stuff all the time. So, uh, but knowing where to put those things throughout, you know, a match or throughout something that you're doing, that I've, I've learned re- very quickly that that's the most important thing because you want to get someone to feel something. You know, yeah. there's hundreds of guys that can do the things that I can do right now that are on the indies or that are signed somewhere. But to make you different, you have to really um, understand psychology and understand, you know, on the deeper level, why you're telling what you're going to tell when you go out there. And just to have someone, you know, that, is on page with you men- mentally wise. Like, you know, when I went against nasty Nick, like just like him, he's, he's the same mentality as me. You know, there's no plan B we're all in. So he wanted to get the most out of what we did. And I did as well with me being very new. I wanted to just do everything right. And uh, he pulled that out of me. So that's something that I kind of like, I'm, I'm learning very quickly learning very quickly in that aspect so whether you're a good guy or a bad guy i think everybody's goal is to have the match of the night and to hit that nerve yeah in storytelling to make make the crowd feel so i i understand what you're saying 100 yeah it can be and i will say that i will say this um props to sin as much shit as i give him about his last match you told the story and uh you, you were all in on that. You, you you didn't, it was a lot of that stuff that happened in that match was to get the fans reaction. You got that fan. You got the fans reaction on what happened. So, so if yeah. that's what you're talking about, you did a great job doing that. Mm. I will say that. So um, anyway, you said you're all in man. And uh, so is it, is that scary? Is that statement scary to be, to be a Nick Nolan, be a AMB, to be a guy that says, I don't have a job. I don't know. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of developed real early on just throughout life, you know, um, whether you're doing good, someone's going to say something, whether you're doing bad, someone's going to say something, uh, you know, they're always going to have something to say. Uh, I thankfully enough, I have a good support system, you know, uh, you know, sin, he's helped me out a lot. Um, Joey grunge, Wildman Beast, Jimmy Smooth, Jay Silver, 
you know, everybody that comes in and out of the locker room at the shows. Uh, that, and I think that was one of the things that kind of, uh, kind of like brought me back down to size a little bit was I used to get so worried about like, man, I'm all in. I don't think these guys can relate to me or I don't think I can get along with people, but everybody's so welcoming and they're all, everybody's a helping hand to one another. So that was very awesome to see that, you know, to be all in on something like this, it takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot and you sacrifice a lot. You miss out on birthdays. You miss out on everything, you know, because you're focusing on uh, the long term picture, the bigger picture. You know, like I said earlier, I've been having this mindset where, you know, I'm not going to pursue the regular average thing. I want to be larger than life and uh, pursue my passions. So at the end of the day, you know, it takes a different mindset to be able to put yourself in position. And I think to some people it might be scary. But to the right people and the people that do support you, they don't bat an eye and they have zero doubts. You know, the people that I have around me, they bring me up a lot more times than anyone else. So thank thank you to everybody for that. Um, but no, it's not scary at all. Uh, eventually, all good things take time. You know, yeah. it's just timing. It's timing, yeah. So we got Johnny Cash piping off. AMB is scared of me and Syndicate just saying. Oh, jeez. I mean, I, hey, I've beaten the syndicate before with KOI. That was before Johnny Cass got involved, but Johnny didn't even want a one-on-one match with me during my United States Championship reign. So, you know, we can make it. We can make something happen if he wants to uh, put his money where his mouth is. That was a very different syndicate. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was. I'll admit that it was a very different syndicate, but you know. And just to give a hats off to you, man, you know, like you're, you're growing with that thing. You're definitely growing with that group. And uh, bringing in Viper was a little little new, something I didn't expect. Um, but, yeah, you know, you guys seem to be figuring yourselves out. And, uh, you know, the syndicate can be scary sometimes. And they are a threat. Don't get that twisted. They're a threat. Well, he had to bring in Viper because he knew that he had a problem Um against Mayhem on last Thursday. So he had to do something ahead of time because of the stipulation that was made. So I'm sorry I'm smarter than my opponent. Do I need to apologize for that? No, I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> no apologies needed, bro. So there's a couple of things that you hear as fans and stuff like, um, this shit's fake. All right. What do you have to say about to the fans that say this shit's fake? Uh, I laugh most of the time, or sometimes if I'm feeling a little extra and I'd like to sit and go word for word a little bit, I just usually break it down into simple terms. So, well, you know, like that saying is you go, you pay for a ticket to go see a movie, but Tom Cruise isn't, you know, who he is in the movie type thing. It's just a, a story, uh, an entertaining outlet and stuff like that. And then most of the time when you I explain it to people that way, they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't think of it that way. Uh, but there is a few people, you know, I'm just like, man, you say that again, uh, I'm going to have to chop you or something. Because, like, you know, like, it takes a lot, man. You know, and that's something I realized very early on when I first started training. You know, well, I was wrestling most of my life, and then I got to the school, 
And the dude told me to hit the ropes. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's, it's rope. You know, about broke my back. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that first bump, the first time you fall in a ring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never forget it. No. You'll never forget it. Never. You remember that for the rest of your life. How does your family support you and your decision to be all in on, as a wrestler? So a lot of the times uh, they're usually just showing up to shows. You know, they don't understand um, how this stuff works most of the time. Uh, I've spent a lot of time trying to explain it to them, but they didn't understand it until, you know, I actively started wrestling and then they get to come to the shows and then they start to see the bigger picture. Um, but in regards, my, my biggest savior is my mother. You know, I'm a mama's boy. Um, she helps me a lot. She has a business herself. And uh, when I started doing this, you know, like I had no idea how to edit anything or um, make merchandise, stuff like that. And that's what she does. She has a, a craft company that she runs. And uh, so I had to pick her brain a little bit and just be like, you know, what is it that you're doing over here? And like, what's the end goal? And then we start shooting ideas off of each other. And she's like, well, I think I could help you with this. And I think, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I'm pretty sure I can help you with that. So I just brought her on board and uh, we figured out how to make clothing together. We figured out how to make buttons together. Uh, keychains, you know, pretty much all the stuff that I sell. Uh, it's just me and my mom just kind of spitballing ideas and thinking of stuff and researching stuff and trying to figure out, you know, how we can uh, help each other out in that way. So uh, my stepdad's a big supporter as well. My whole family is in, in general. Um, but as far as like understanding what I'm doing in the long run and like what this entails and what it takes to, you know, move forward through this uh they're learning just as i'm learning so it's kind of nice to have people like that you know because they're learning a lot of things just in their personal life and then here i am you know i'm more worried about well how do i do this in the wrestling match and you know my problem's so small <laughs> compared to theirs but yeah. every time every time i have a question every time i have a, a curiosity where i'm intrigued by something and want to learn something they're all all hands on every last one of them, you know? So without them, I, you know, I don't know where I would be, to be honest. One of my best friends too, you know, my buddy Gavin. Yeah, I, I have nothing but the world. I owe that man the world, you know? Like when I left my job last year and came back to Illinois, uh, you know, things were a little rough. So I stayed with him for a while and, uh, he has a daughter. So like the mentality, the mentality that I was in, you know, I needed a refresher and I needed a, a more positive outlet and more positive people to interact with and stuff like that. So just being able to have him and spend that time that I did living with him and being around his daughter uh, just made you realize, you know, how good things take time. And, you know, it's it's a marathon. So you just might as well have the endurance for as long as you can go. And if you're going to do something, you might as well do it all in. You might as well go all in, you know. And I did a lot of reflecting and just realized, you know, hey, I don't have a, a spouse. I don't have a child, um, you know, and all these other things that kind of can typically hold someone down. I realized I was in a position and uh, without my family and a few of my friends and stuff, like, 
man, none of this is even happening without them. So they're awesome, you know. I want to give a holler out to your mom too as well. She uh, she does all the syndicate stuff as well, the shirts, the tumblers. Tumblr, yeah. you'll be receiving huge pop. Thank you. <laughs> you'll know. Thank that. you, Miss. Thank you, Miss McCormick. <laughs> nice shout now, out. Uh, shout out. That's a good shout out to uh, AMB's mom. So thank you so much. Uh, um, you said something that you know made me think. I, I thought about this this uh, a few days ago. You know, it's like I asked the question to myself: Why do I keep on doing this? You know, and I you, you sit there and wonder why. You know, and like I said, I do this for self care mainly. But um, you know, the things that Huge Pop Wrestling has done in six months, I'm like, I wouldn't change the world. You know right. what I'm saying? You, I mean, exactly. I went all in on doing this. I was like, I'm either going to egg reach out to people and start talking to people, or because I'm not very, I wasn't very good at talking to people. It's kind of like in a shell, but I, I made, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And it's, I've been blessed with talking to people like Sin, you, Ken Anderson, Alex Kane, you know, yeah, Nick Nolan, you know, all those guys, and Johnny Cass. He's sitting here. I got to say his name, so just to make it feel better. <laughs> but uh, but no, I, and so I get what you're saying when you're like, you take it all in and it's like, it's either good, you're going to do it or you're not. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no hesitation. So. Yeah. And like I had a, an epiphany type moment, you know, uh, when I was at that other school, one of the first people that had ever bumped me in a wrestling ring was Sky Blue. And so like just watching AEW one day, you know, and I'm like going through this stuff. And I'm watching AEW, and it's like, there she is? Like, dang, what have I kind of been doing with myself? Like, if this is something I want to do, and I swear to God, that next day, I was on it, you know? I'm reaching out to everybody. I'm trying to figure out how I can go back to that school. I'm trying to figure out financial situations, you know, motor motor vehicles that I can use or whatever the thing that I needed at the moment, I was trying to figure it out because, you know, it was just like an epiphany-type moment, you know, yeah. like – it's like, dang, two, two and a half years ago, I was just, you know, rubbing shoulders with these people and uh, learning from these guys and these girls. And, you know, the way the wrestling world works, it moves very fast. So, And that's something that I've kind of understood since I've been wrestling is you always want to show respect. You know, even if you think they're on the card, you think they're a wrestler, you think they're a promoter, whatever, you shake everybody's hand. You shake everybody's hand and you you mingle with them and associate with them and start talking to these people in a good way. And then, you know, you build some sort of repertoire with those guys. And the next thing, you know, because, because you never know that person that you were just at a show with last week or whatever could be the next big call up. And uh, yeah. So, you know, you mentioned Alex Kane. I met him for the very first time, I believe like a month ago at Janesville wrestling Alliance in Wisconsin. And uh, that was like the first time, I had seen someone of that caliber of like a talent, you know, in my wrestling journey in itself. But that whole day, that dude was in a different mindset and it showed, you know, but he was very respectful, very cordial, you know, with everybody. Um, and he wasn't afraid to, you know, give people advice, even if he felt they didn't want it. He was willing to do it because sometimes you just need people that will do that for you. So it's 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 pretty cool, you know. 
so far it's been a wild a wild ride That's awesome man so um how does a wrestler set out to for, to to reach out to different um promotions i mean i know that sin has worked for other promotions besides pwx yeah, you yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. you have a list of that you have you have honor among wrestling on tomorrow pro wrestling extreme on the ninth proving ground chicago gala lucha how do you how do you go about reaching out you just start emailing the heck out of people uh yeah do, um emailing people uh one of the best things that i think kind of helped me is you know i I've been paying dues and everybody's paying dues, no matter they're 10, 20 years in, you always pay dues. Um, but you know, I wasn't afraid, I wasn't afraid to go pay dues. If that meant traveling out of state, you know, with the promoter and some of the boys to go to a show just to help set up the ring, I was willing to do that, you know? And I spent basically a whole year doing that from the time I quit my job in July last year, all the way up until December 31st. And even still, you know, I still go on road trips where I'm not on shows, but I'm there tearing down the ring, setting up the ring, you know, trying to just uh, interact with some of these wrestlers on the indies and get to know some of these people because you never know. You know what I mean? Like I was saying earlier, you just never know. And I think that was something that has helped me, you know, guys like Sen, who kind of come from a different generation than mine, they understand that 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 helps you more in the long run than anything. You know what I mean? So like to have a guy like Joey Grunge, uh, even Wildman Beast, uh, Sen, um, uh, Jimmy Smooth, you know what I mean? Uh, I've done some travel trips with uh, uh, some some of the midget wrestlers, some of those companies. Uh, first time I got in front of a crowd was with, those, with the midget rosters, you know? And uh, some of the best times of my life, you know? Yeah. So seeing AMB skying off the top rope took me back to when he was five skying off my couch. We got I all of us got stories about flying off people's couch. I mean, mine is I was watching Saturday night's main event with my brother uh during Sid Vicious and uh Hulk, yeah. Hulk Hogan, I think. And Sid Vicious goes, What does that I smell? I smell a power bomb, so I picked my brother up and threw him through the bed. <laughs> he he kicked his feet up, hit the light fixture off the ceiling, and I got in trouble. So that's that. yeah i got uh, loads of stories like that um i'll just tell one right now uh there was one time i was in about fourth fifth grade uh was kind of still more on the skateboarding side of things you know i would still play with my wrestling guys and stuff like that and watch weekly but uh me and my brother my oldest brother we used to wrestle all the time and he wanted to wrestle one day and he actually t-bone suplexed me through a doghouse oh shoot yeah and off of a, a wooden fence at that, like, and... yeah, it was some wild stuff. Uh, I had been hit in the head when I was five with a gutter, got busted open the hard way. Uh, we broke plenty of my mom's furniture. So that's that was my childhood, you know? Yeah. That was it right there. James Duncan says, you stepped up your game, AMB, reaching out for your, your stand book, like, you, like we discussed paying dues. Your lifestyle, yeah, yep, you embrace it, so... Of course, I embrace. I embrace it. You know, I smell awesome. the roses every time, because it can be taken away at any moment. You know, or something wrong can happen, and you know, Absolutely. we we so. we're not able to do it anymore. So I I smell the roses every chance that I get. You know, a lot of these people that I meet, I'm either meeting them for the first time or I've met them a few times. 
but it's like, man, I'm such, I'm so energetic about this and passionate about this that like some of these guys, like I start kind of marking out for them a little bit, you know, just cause like, man, like here we are, we're doing this dude. Like, ain't you <laughs> stoked? And like, they're just kind of like, what are you talking about kid? But, <laughs> you know? but yeah. Uh, so sometimes it's, it's amazing. You know, I, I just embrace everything. Like, awesome. you know, I always, all the conversations, all the advice, the fan interactions, you know, I wouldn't awesome. change it for the world. Awesome, man. Um, all the, all the watchers out there, if you can hit the subscribe button, follow button, um, so you can get more of a huge pop wrestling podcast. That'd be great. Thank you for the support. Thank you for coming out to see AMB. Um, now is there, where do I go next? Okay, so you've been to many different promotions. Uh, I'm sure some have big crowds, some have small crowds. For you, is it any different performing for a dead or a small crowd compared to a bigger crowd? And how, if it is, how do you get over that? Um, I think performing for a smaller crowd, uh, for me so far, just because like a lot of the smaller crowds have kids um, that I've been to at least, like it's not as like kind of jarring or pull you back like some other people like some people have been to some really small shows where there's only maybe five people and stuff like that fortunately i've never had that experience yet so um but i think some wrestling in front of smaller crowds though you know anywhere from like 150 to 250 maybe 300 i think that's the like you feel everything you know like it's more intimate and like that's how i am too like I, if there's any atmosphere or anything that I can do to give a fan like an actual feeling or something, like I think those environments, I kind of thrive in a little better. Um, I did a show in front of about 1,500 people in Chicago about a month or two ago, and it was outside. So, like, there was just little things, you know, like we we were outside. So the noise took a minute to come to the come back to you. You couldn't tell if something was working or if it wasn't. Um, yeah, so I think wrestling in front of smaller crowds and having the opportunity to be more intimate, to give fans something, you know, like they get the most out of that. So right. now I wouldn't say it's really challenging at all, you know. Okay. Now, do you guys get the attaboy or okay or the encouragement from the promotions? Like, for instance, let's take Jay Silver, for instance, for PWX. And now you go and – so you want to reach out to Honor Among Wrestling or or uh, Proving Grounds Chicago? Do the promotion promoters from the other promotions give you that boost and say, "Hey, that's okay"? Are they, do they are they encouraging or are they like, "Eh, I'd rather you stay here"? Um, I've I've always I always ask first, you know, and if they're shy away from the idea at first, it's like, "Oh, okay," you know, uh, you know, I I always res- I don't shit where i eat if that makes uh, sense yeah. you know um so i i had had a couple conversations with jay silver a little bit like hey do you think maybe i can try and go outside and maybe go to another venue or company and see you know is this really working you know what i mean being in front of a different crowd you know i would it, it's tough when you're in front of the same crowd sometimes so i like that challenge and from the very first day that I met Jay Silver, I told him, you know, not really when you feel confident, but when I feel confident, yeah. because at the end of the day, it's me doing it, you know? 
So if I feel confident enough that I can reach out to someone and get an opportunity to go elsewhere and have the chance to represent PWX or even just represent myself and showcase my abilities, I'm not going to shy away from it. So I've been taking any and every opportunity that I can get. Um, I So far, I've wrestled in Illinois. I, go, I bounce back and forth between Illinois, Wisconsin, and Iowa a lot. So I'm usually up here in the Midwest, you know. Uh, you keep, I don't you shy keep, away from none of it. You keep AMB out, out wherever you go? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually the initials to my, my legal name. Okay. So, um, so far, I haven't had any issues. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I don't really see why it would be an issue in the long run. Um, but I'm willing for anything because, again, that's part of the challenge and being in professional wrestling, too. You know, right. there's going to be a time where I may show up to a show and this promoter needs me to step into another character or try something new or try something else. I'm not going to shy away from it because at the end of the day, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to learn and I'm here to get the most out of it and just have fun. So at any point when those three marks aren't being checked, you know, I don't I, I, don't, I remember I don't, when uh, AMB was invented where <laughs> there was different spitballing yeah, going yeah. on between you and Mel. Yeah, I forgot what the first one was. It was uh, something Adonis. Astonishing Austin Adonis. Adonis. <laughs> triple A. Triple A. No, the triple A. You. Astonishing Austin Adonis. That was Thank a name. God no. Thank God, no. Thank God, no. There were some WWE level bad names in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was cool to spitball ideas and stuff. And then to actually tap into like, well, okay, if I was going to be this character, what would this character look like? How would he act and stuff like that? So it was cool to try things like, you know, and that's my biggest thing is like the moment I feel like I'm not nervous to go out there and the moment I feel like I'm not getting the most out of it and I'm not learning anymore is when I will leave, even if I have more in the tank physically to give, uh, because it's, it's all about, you know, elevating every place that you go to. You want to leave it better off than what it was when you first stepped foot. And that mentality is kind of what I have. And I feel like, you know, kind of pat myself on the back a little bit, but I, I take pride in PWX because I'm the homegrown guy. I'm the local, you know, I'm the first trainee uh, and, and all this stuff. So like that place holds a special, special spot in my heart, you know? Right. So, I, and I'm going to, because you said that, I'm going to say, I'm going to read a little bit about what the promoter, um, Jay Silver says about you you okay. did say you were the homegrown guy. He, the first thing he said was, he's homegrown. He's trained with PWX. His first match was December thirty first, New Year's Eve Bash. Um, it was a lumberjack match. Uh, the buildups were amazing. Uh, you helped open at Northport Arena one year ago um, mm -hmm. this month. Um, he's a kid that eats, breathes, and shits wrestling. You have a. You have the dream of being a wrestler and then put it all the hard work into become one, even in his young stages of his career. It's pretty amazing to watch and it's incredible as he furthers his training. So you do have in a, in a uh in a promoter, you have in Jay Silver, you do have a lot of you you made your mark. You made your way, you don't AMB is in um PWX to stay. And of course, I mean Sen, he talks about you. Um, that it says seeing him and win the U.S. Championship live in person is one of the 
one of those great moments you won't forget. And the crowd was super into it. And all the people have watched him grow and live his dream where cheering and crying and everything. It was truly a great moment. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. It was like something that, uh, you know, again, I had a great partner to tell that story with and to pull those things out of me and push me to a whole new level that I thought I had never, I wasn't even ready for. You know what I mean? I wanted to throw up like six times that night before <laughs> the show even started. And, you know, just cause I have a, you know, I hold a lot of respect to the people that I work with, whether, you know, I don't agree with them all the time or, you know, we do agree on a lot of things. Like I, I respect everybody. That's one thing about me is I respect everybody. Right. And uh, so to, to, to make magic like that for real with nasty Nick Nolan was just like, you know, I, it's still, it took me like probably four days to realize what had just happened, you know? So. Absolutely. And I just want to, I just want to make sure you know that um, PWX, roster pwx promoter they all talk good stuff about you now because i say that because you made reference in the um in your promo that you were not on the show first yeah and people are talking <laughs> trash about you and i've now sid might have talked trash a little bit but i can't remember what, what exactly what he would have said but um i don't I got to make sure you know that we we praise you guys. We I love PWX. I love the roster. I've met the guys I've met has been amazing. You're no nothing nothing. You're not anything. Um, and you're not a disappointment. I I see see the th same thing in you as I do all these PWX wrestlers. So, congratulations Thank on your on what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Um, congratulations on what you're doing too, Sid. You're making <laughs> you're making Thank history. You. There you go. Making history. Yeah. So, you know, one of these days we're, we're going to do something uh, a little bit bigger. You and me will have to get in the ring together. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm open to anything, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we've first, done, we've yeah. been at a couple parties, I think, but that's about it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Well, Which I already fun. said it. I said it. If you, hey, if you, you're going to be, you're going to be in trouble this week, I think. I mean, I'm just saying, I see a future tag team title holders up at AMB and his partner. So Casey Jats would be a good one too, right? They'd go against you and the, your friends. But, uh, but anyways, um, so some quick, quick, short answers. Ready? All right, let's do it. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Woo. Oh, where'd you get the best advice from? Who was, who gave you the best advice? Nasty Nick Nolan. Okay. Who's the nicest guy backstage? Joey Grunge. Who are your favorite wrestlers growing up? Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, Rey Mysterio. Greatest influence, impact in your life? My mother. Awesome. Who's the closest friend in the industry? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I would say Conan Lycan. Like, that dude, just like Nasty Nick, gives me great advice every time. Um, but he's he's so, like giving to people and he's always willing to help someone so like and then he's also just a good person to talk to in general besides wrestling he's just he's got a good energy about him he's a he's a good dude got a good head on his shoulders has nothing but nothing but potential and you know how this guy's not signed right now is beyond me um but yeah he's i would say he's probably one of my closest in, in the wrestling business like if i have you know, questions, I go to either him or Nasty Nick Nolan. So, awesome. What's your favorite match that you've ever been in? 
ever been in. Um, <laughs> the United States Championship match, of course, that's like a given. Uh, but besides that one, I would say uh, I wrestled an up-and-coming guy here at PWX named J.B. Mack, the Reverend. We did a singles match. Um, and just to be able to kind of, you know, be behind the scenes and to peel the curtain back, like, you know, I train with this guy, and uh, I see his his attitude, his mentality, his work ethic. Um, and then even when he's not in the ring and he's just himself, like, he's, he's a good guy. I, I have nothing else to say bad about the kid. He's young. He has nothing but potential to skyrocket to the top as long as he pursues this. And uh, I just think that match kind of is pretty cool in my perspective, just because, you know, I had a little helping hand in training him a little bit and work with him on some stuff. And uh, to be able to know that PWX trust me to go out there with the, a newer guy, to know that Mac trusted me and stuff, and to know that everybody who is in charge realized that it was going to be something. And I didn't even realize that. But by the end of that match, I was all smiles, you know just to see him go out there and do his thing and then to be able to share the ring with him. Um, yeah. JB Mack, the Reverend, he's, he definitely pulled something out of me and made me have fun in the ring rather than having to worry about, okay, this is what's going on. I need to counter this and do that. He just made it so relaxing for me and it felt like just another training day, you know, awesome. you know, and I like, that's one thing I do like on this for me, I love to have fun and we call it stirring a pot and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. it's fun because Sin is so, and he really are. Sin is really easy to work with, and to, yeah. I don't even call it work. I I just have fun on Sundays, and it's <laughs> just fun. So um, back to the questions. Favorite wrestling promotion? WWE. Favorite male wrestler? Male wrestler? Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was named after him, so. Right. Female. <laughs> there you go. Female wrestler. Female wrestler. Hmm. Tony Storm. Okay. Mm, that's a good one. Theme song. I'm sorry, what was that? Theme song. Entrance My favorite song. theme song? Entrance music. I think the Ooh Chavo was really <laughs> cool. I, I love, you know, Los Guerreros and stuff. So yeah, okay. that was the time period I grew up. So I think that was probably, you know, I hear that all the time and I'm still, you know, shaking hips and jockey and shoulders you know i love that <laughs> nice um all right this is a tiktok question i don't know if you watch tiktok much or not but oh, yeah. um, here's here's the tiktok question who is the greatest wcw heavyweight champion ever of all time i kind of came into it a little late and then even with like, having the network i haven't gone too far back in wcw but honestly, the original WCW world champion, uh, you know, man, that's that's tough. There's been a lot of good ones, you know. You're not going to let my answer. Again, I, I came in kind of late, so, you know, I would have to say Benoit. When Benoit won the world title, that was awesome. I've always wow. loved Chris Benoit. So. Mine's not going to be that smart. It's the joke of the de joke of TikTok is the greatest WCW champion ever is David Arquette. Oh my, oh my God. Jesus. I'm just going to say Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, those guys. 
Terrible got a reaction that I rematch. wanted. So that that probably be put on TikTok here before tomorrow. So, okay. <laughs> um, A and B and Mac would make a great tag team and would win against the Syndicate. I uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. look at that, look at that. Uh, I think that's a little biased. Right I think that's a little bit biased. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. That's biased right there. <laughs> bring the bring it down a little bit there. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we'll have our day. We'll have our day in the ring together. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, since I'm representing the Illinois Valley, eventually I'm going to have to come after you for that. You know, you can't have that too long, you know. Uh, so, you know. I hope to hold on to it as long as I want to. <laughs> hey, but I, will, I will give you credit though. First PWX double champion in the company. Sin. You <laughs> so. stopped stirring the pot and started smoking it, David Arcut. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. That's gotta go on the TikTok. That's gotta that's go gotta be, that's gotta be on the TikTok. So <laughs> that's, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um so PWX is this Sunday. Yeah. Um, it is. Pro Wrestling Extreme Street Illinois. We have several big matches. Um, it's a celebration. Um, and uh you are going up against Casey Jacks. If you have to say anything, I mean I'm gonna give you as much time as you want. Um around we're nearing the end of the show. What would you have to say? To, J- to Casey Nat, the Casey Jacks about this coming Sunday. Well, first thing first is Casey Jacks. I don't appreciate that you tried to take my knee out from underneath my body. You know, uh, I get it. You know, taking advantage of things sometimes. But June tenth, when we were at uh, Screaming Eagles Motorcycle Club, you didn't hesitate, and uh, I had never so far had never been put on the shelf, so to speak, and had to take time away or to rehabilitate something to that extent. And uh, I tweaked my knee up a little bit. And I think from there on, you know, I think my gear started churning a little bit because I lost something that I hold dearly to me is that PWX United States Championship. And I got to give you credit, you're a threat and you are a problem a real legitimate problem to some people. But no one's going to represent PWX better than myself or represent the Illinois Valley area better than myself because I am the Illinois Valley. No offense, son. I'm the Illinois Valley champion. I would dispute that. We'll have to come back to that later down the road. Well, what each pop can, um, can orchestrate that. So I love what you said to to Casey Jacks, right? I think he needs to be threatened. I think he needs to be scared. I think he needs to be on top of his on top of his game because you are a threat. Yeah, exactly. And, and you are, you said it, Illinois Valley. So I don't know, Sid, if that was a challenge towards Sin, but I'm going to play it out as a challenge towards Sin. Sin, how do you feel? I mean, that's you got a lot going on this on Sunday. Well, so wait, here's so, the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. There's a, a lot of contenders get in line. Everybody wants to be the best in the Illinois Valley. Yep. And I'll say this about Austin. I'd be disappointed if he didn't feel like he was the best in the Illinois Valley, knowing him. I think you have to believe you're the best to reach your maximum potential. 
and I'm the champion right now. I think that's proof that I'm the best, but if it ever comes down the line where Austin's taking a shot at him, I'm not going to take him lightly. Uh, that would be crazy. I know he's a fierce competitor. And that's what Casey Jacks has been doing. He's been taking me lightly uh, leading up to Sunday. He came on the podcast and was just having a grand old time as if uh, he didn't have nothing to worry about. And I think that right there was probably his biggest mistake. And that, that's really all I have to say is, you know, he underestimated me and it kind of put a chip on my shoulder. And uh, I know it's not going to be an easy match. It's not going to be, you know, the most prettiest at times. It's going to be a fight. And I and I understand that. And uh, I've been trying to uh, change the mentality going into this match. They're going to have to carry me out of that ring because I will not leave without hit, hearing that three count and me holding that title back up high again. So good, well, Gina says, good luck on your wrestling show tomorrow of honor among us, AMB, and you'll always have my support. Thank you, Gina. I appreciate so, um, you a lot. Well, no, I appreciate you coming on, AMB. Um, I wish you good luck on uh, Sunday. I wish you good luck tomorrow. Is there any titles involved tomorrow? Uh, Not tomorrow, um, no. Okay. Only title match that I have coming up is Sunday. Um, for the whole month, that'll be the only title match that I have. Um, but to be fair, it's the most important to me right now. So, so on Monday you know, morning, we'll have a new PWX have, uh, PWX champion. Then is what you're saying? Oh, for sure, for sure, without well, a doubt. Right. So if you're bad to play prediction mode, will we have a new tag team champions um, come Sunday night? I would say no. I would say the veteranness and sin and everybody involved in the syndicate, they're smart up here. And they understand that everybody else involved in their match is going to be so amped up and so anxious to try to get their hands on the next person that they're going to be very calculated and they're going to choose their spots wisely. And I hate to say it, but I believe the syndicate will walk away still the PWX United States Tag Team Champions. Well, there's a little bit of a, to talk about PWX on Sunday, there's a little bit of a, what'd you say, something on the line for one of the syndicate um, for the Sin's partner, Axel Hale, right? Yep, yep. I'm familiar with Axel. The Axel Hale gets a free shot at the Illinois Valley Championship if Sin gets pinned on Sunday. So with that little scenario going on, I'm kind of curious of what, I mean, Sin will have to have Viper and have to have all his tricks up his sleeve because in the back of Sin's mind, he's got to be wondering what is Axel going to do to cause us this match to, for me to, for Sin to get pinned so he can have that shot. Just the same shot you want at the Illinois Valley Championship, he wants that same one. Why would he give up a belt to gain a belt? Maybe the so, Illinois Valley yeah. Maybe the the singles champion is, championship is so more important, just like it is for you. So more important to, you to keep wear. Saying it's more important, but I carry both titles. But you, but okay, we're not gonna. This is not your show. It's a, uh, uh, you, you're, show. you're the one that started it. But anyways, I just was curious what you I thought with that, with that, uh, that that scenario is. If you're sin, would you be concerned? You know Axel Hale. You know what he's capable of. Yeah. Is there a concern? What would that play out? 
I don't think so. Are you going to so. help these guys? Are you going to jump board, jump on board with this syndicate? Are you, are you, are you, do you, do you pretty much stay back to yourself? I like to stay back to myself. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see myself getting involved in the match, uh, but I will be watching very closely. We'll be watching very closely because I didn't know about that stipulation. So now that makes this very, very interesting. So now I'm going to be watching to see if you take that pinfall. So I haven't been pinned in quite some time now in PWX. So I don't expect to get pinned on Sunday. But yeah, no. that's got to be curiosity for you, right? Because you made it clear that you're gunning for that um, Illinois Valley Championship. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, that's a goal of yours. You, you've got to have goals like that. It's 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 good to have those goals. Like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I see. I see the syndicate still walking away. Hey, you know, okay. as as much as uh, we can sit here and hypothetically come up with stuff, you know, I just think uh, they're starting to become more well gelled as a unit. You know, and even there is that dissension there between Axel and Sin. Sin's got plenty of tricks up his sleeve. As you see, he brought Viper in the mix. Right, Who's so, to say he doesn't have the next four or five people lined up? So. Right. And so I've got a, I got a, a thought in my head before we close the show. Okay. That is about you. Huh? I don't know if Jay Silver is watching this still. Because if the syndicate gets disqualified, that if that's the way they lose, win, if he gets disqualified, I think you ought to jump ahead of Jay Silver or uh, uh, ahead of Axel Hale, and you ought to get that shot at that t- Illinois Valley title if you win your match against um, Casey Jacks. It's a TLC match, the tag team matches, so we can't get DQ. Well, something has to happen. Darn it. There goes that. I didn't stir, couldn't stir that pot up. That sucks. Yeah, you kind of beat you to the punch right there. Yeah, that match is uh, – I didn't know the stipulation was that. Uh, so that that would be interesting. I'm definitely going to keep a close eye on that one for sure. So if it happens, A and B will, get, will need to get past Axel to get the title. Oh, shit. People are already saying that you're going you're gonna to get pinned. That's what that sounds like. Oh, yeah. Let, let, let them see what they will as long as they show up to see it and then see me win. You win. You got a partner here. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah so anyways huge pop wrestling fans it's been a great night um it's been great talking to you amb austin um i hope to have you back on this show maybe we can orchestrate a show with four or five of the pwx superstars and get them in a round table and just stir the pot amongst y'all and see what it's, I, you know because you guys i'll be honest with you Pro Wrestling Extreme has been one of my favorite um, times in um, this whole podcasting. Get to know you guys, the indie wrestling. Because I had mad, I didn't know what indie wrestling was like until I went to a show here down in um, Florida. Um, it's called uh, Extreme Impact Wrestling. And the, you guys go through shit that I'm like, what? You guys take shots. You guys take chair shots. It's not this. Tap, love taps. It's you know what yeah. I'm saying. So I mad props to you and Sin as a uh, indie wrestlers putting your bodies through that. Mad props about your schedule. You booked solid, two shows a weekend. That's incredible. Um, lots of road time. I'm sure exhaustion. Um, I, I get it, and um, I am mad props to you for doing that. Thank you for taking Thank your you time. so much, man. I appreciate that. 
thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh i mean you got a match tomorrow night you ought to be getting some rest and eating that food so yeah yeah definitely gonna start uh focusing up on once this is over and just uh right. starting to tap into that mentality and get ready for tomorrow night so. i will say good luck tomorrow night good luck on sunday sin good luck on sunday as well bring home the golds guys i will you know i'm not gonna say don't bring home the golds good luck you know, maybe we could do the round table again and all of us have titles on us. Oh, yeah. Hey, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Scott and Santa's color commentary ringside at PWX. I love that, man. That would be fantastic. Dude, if I yeah. if I live closer to Street, Illinois, I would be doing that weekly. <laughs> so I'm just saying thank you, Pro Wrestling Extreme. Thank you, Jay Silver, for that. That's, that means a lot to me. Yeah. yeah but, um, Anyways, here we are. Um, have to get going. Um, so uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, so would you say this to your opponent, Casey Jacks? You're going to win because of this. I'm better than you, and you know it. Probably not as arrogantly. Not as arrogantly. So yeah, anyways. Yeah. Casey Jacks, you better watch out. This is going to be a good time. a little time. more respect in it, you know, so he understands. It's coming from a good place. Awesome. So thank you, guys. Meet, Stay tuned. Meet me in the lobby. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to end the show, okay? All righty. All my dogs, make some noise up in this house. Who is in the house?